You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Outdoor Edge knows that providing a freezer full of meat is part of the reason we all hunt. And what better way to bring it full circle than to process your own wild game? Outdoor Edge provides a full lineup of traditional and replaceable blade hunting knives and complete wild game processing kits to bring your wild game from the field to the freezer. Visit OutdoorEdge.com and at checkout, enter the discount code N-A-T-I-O-N-3-0 for 30% off. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Southern Ground Hunting Podcast is brought to you by Spartan Forge. It's forged in combat and tailored for hunters. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly intuitive and science-based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You can start your free 14-day trial today by visiting SpartanForge.ai and you can use the code SOUTHERNGROUND that's all lowercase, all one word, Southern Ground at checkout. And that'll get you 25% off of your purchase. You're wanting to know more about saddle hunting? Well, check out tetherednation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you'd like to support the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Southern Ground Hunting. Or you can click on the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. We offer two different tiers for our patrons that offer a solid list of benefits. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Southern Ground Hunting. And now, let's get to the show. Hey guys, last year was a wild year for censorship for hunters and anglers. We've partnered with the social media platform Go Wild to combat mainstream social media censorship. Go Wild was built by outdoorsmen and women and by hunters and anglers just like you. Go Wild is a free social community. Not only are your photos not censored, they're encouraged on Go Wild. Go Wild gives you points for things like sharing your trophies, gear reviews, and inviting friends. And as you earn points, you start to unlock awesome rewards too, such as gift cards, free stuff, knives, huge discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex, and so much more. Oh, and if you create a free account, you can unlock $10 just for trying it out. Visit DownloadGoWild.com to get started. Matt, where'd you go? Get him a beer. Matt. <laughs> That's a cute chair, too, Matt. That's Matt, a cute Matt chair. Dunn got raptured. <laughs> now, hey, we do have these leather chairs. <laughs> Those are nice. He's got, he's got socks to match it. Oh, we got man. some style. All right, we got, we got drinks around. I got a nice coffee. In my wife's pink cup, um, got the Copenhagen. We ready to roll? Y'all ready to roll? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I am. Uh, first off, really 
happy that everybody's here today. We got Luke Parker. We got here. Drew Robbins. We got Adam Cruz, Matthew Reeves, and myself. This is the first time since we kind of all came together on the podcast. This is the first time everybody's been in the in one episode. And, uh, man, <laughs> before we hit record, I feel like we just need to do that more often. Because it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, did anybody else's mic just get – did my mic just get louder? Anybody else's audio just get louder? No. <laughs> did you say like so? Mine just, I think, I think an angel just turned my volume up or something because mine just started blowing out my ears. Anyways, uh, it's, turkey season has begun. We've got dead turkeys on the ground. Uh, we got, we got, we got, y'all see that bed? <laughs> we got, we got, all right, so I'm sorry. <laughs> There is a vehicle. I'm in a hotel, and there's a vehicle alarm has been going off for like a minute and a half since we started. And I was afraid it was mine, so I was like carrying the computer with me. Oh no, you're good. It, Sorry it, for the hotel room tour. Uh, oh, I mean, you I, were that, that, the, the swing from the bed was what concerned me. <laughs> <laughs> man, these late podcasts, man. There ain't no telling what's gonna come out of mouth. Jeez, I'm telling you. Turkey season. Oh. Uh, Turkey season. You got how many birds, Parker? I've got two. I've got two in Florida. Uh, two in Florida. Adam, you Adam has a half of one, a half a bird. Half. The half, other half goes Walt, to Walter. That's right, Walt. Walt, Walt, Walt has the other half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And, Take, uh, takes and tells, I'm just telling you. And Matt, Matt, you got, you got one, right? Or or your dad got one. Yeah, I've got I've got a, well I've got the other half. He's got half, and I've got the other, kind of the same thing that Adam's got going on. Yeah. Did you call his bird in? Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of, sort of. It was a he thought about effort. it. If you yelped, you probably called him in. Yeah, I yelped and I scratched a lot of leaves too. That was a big part. <laughs> that was why he died. I take credit for that. I take credit for that, especially if your dad doesn't listen to this. Uh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't. Walter, Walter, and Adam's bird. It uh, I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know. Like, he had so many feathers gone. I don't know if you could count him as a full gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> that thing has. <laughs> I don't know if Walt will show the entire like, we'll call it recovery, right? Like when you go up to your your bird, you put your foot on its head, whatever. So my bird had a lot of life in it. Its neck was obviously broken. Uh, maybe too much for the podcast but like me and walter like talking and i didn't realize i didn't actually have my foot on its head and it was like beating my leg and i think that's what happened i think it's uh it's tail fan got busted up that way because i wasn't paying attention me and him was talking there oh okay so you don't think it actually like you think he was like completely fine before you killed him i don't know like when you look at it it, the feathers were broken off. I don't remember seeing feathers laying everywhere. That's the weird part. But they were obviously broken because you could see, like. See, I just, I just say it was an old warrior just to add to your story. That's a good call. Oh, yeah, Walter will. Real bad. He will say that. In 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 his soul, he, he will say it was an old warrior. And it reminds me of that video of that deer still alive and that guy trying to do like the outro. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I was oh like, dude, that deer's still alive. What video was that? <laughs> that was the. Uh, oh, yeah, it was our buddy Justin. Encounter. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> uh, backwards encounter, dude. That thing was like, 
Straight up, still alive. <laughs> I, so I messaged Justin about that, and I'm sure you talked to him, Matt. They, he said that they were trying everything to kill that deer. And, like, it was a great shot. Put a good shot on him. He said they tried everything. And you watch that video, and his eyes are still going up in his head. Like, it, when his nose moved out, I was like, oh, goodness. It's weird. and it, It's sad. But at the same time, you can't you can't really do like they were doing a lot to try to get that thing to to die from what it what it, what he told me. Um, but yeah, it's it's always a weird thing with turkeys. Like I don't know if y'all think if y'all think about this stuff when you watch other people's turkey videos. Uh, but you see a lot of people they'll uh, here lately they've been grabbing them by the neck and they'll squeeze it and trying to just trying to get them to expire. And so that I mean even that's a little bit a little bit savage, a little bit barbaric to watch. It's needed. Uh, and then, of course, you had the, the classic putting the foot on the head and letting them die off, die that way. It's just a weird, it's a weird, if deer reacted the way that turkeys do, it would be tough. Oh, it, it, it is. very tough. It is tough. I've seen I it. I've had it happen. One, yeah, yeah, and you, you don't want to go hunting ago. for a while. No, it was a couple of years ago. I've come back from a bow hunt and a deer jumped out in front of me and, and I slammed on the brakes and hit it and I rolled it, broke his back two legs. And I was like, well, you know, so I got to go put it down. So I took my pistol and it was flopping. So much. I was trying to shoot it in, in the, in the head and end it. And it was flopping everywhere. And so I ended up shooting it and I hit it at the base of its shoulder and neck. So that didn't do nothing. And so I'm like, all right. So then I'm putting my foot up on his neck and I try to stab it with my knife. That didn't work. And so, and then when I did that, and a lady pulled up in an SUV and I'm like wrestling this deer in the middle of the, of the road. And I eventually just cut its neck and I lifted it up. And she's like, looking at me like I'm a barbarian. <laughs> did you, did, yeah, did you have your beard? Did you still have your beard at that time? Bro, I, I look, I look so doggone outdoor sexy. It wasn't even funny. Man. Like, I mean, like a know, Mel Gibson movie incredible. or something. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was, it was Coleman. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, so it is, I a, mean, it, it was, yeah. Walter would have wrote something really nice about me. Yeah. I mean, he really was poetic. That's the inside joke for those who don't know. Um, so, so here's the thing, like, like I've spine shot deer, anybody who's bow hunted long enough and even rifle mm-hmm. hunted too. You, you spine shot stuff every once in a while. Yeah. You don't do it on yeah. purpose, but deer move and turkeys, I mean, literally, I mean, when you shoot them, most of them are going to flop around quite a bit. And mm-hmm. I've had some, uh, I've had some before that you go up to them and they're, they're still blinking. Like it's not just, it's not just reaction. They're still blinking at you. And it's like, wow. it's kind of sad. You don't know when I'm editing a video, I don't know whether to show it or not show it. And it's just kind of a, it's kind of a weird, a weird thing. But, um, so, I mean, I, I have had situations, Adam, last year, whenever I shot, uh, the turkey in Nebraska, uh, I shot him and I was really excited about getting a full Miriam's tail fan. Yeah. I was like, so jacked nope. up about it because all the fans I have in my, in my office are Easterns that Miriam's is going to pop like crazy. And yeah. so I was really excited about it. I shoot it and it falls down a mountain and breaks off like three different uh tail fan feathers and he it wasn't quite as bad as yours but it was like man what the heck do i do with this thing um yeah but you know it happens and i, I will say whenever i saw the picture of yours i had to double look at it 
and make sure he had a long beard because the way that those feathers broke made it look perfectly like a Jake. Oh yeah. But and, I mean, he almost had like probably seven, eight inch furs. Yeah. Like that. And he was only, did you weigh him? No, but that bird couldn't have weighed 14 pounds. There's no way. That's They're crazy. just so much smaller. It looks like a little chicken hanging from the tree. Parker says like a quail or something. Yeah. <laughs> Drew. That Drew's picture, got a picture. <laughs> that picture of you, Adam, where you're like holding it up above your head. Oh, man. Like that. Like it yeah. literally looks like you just like wrung a, a rooster's neck or something like that. Shot a deer like, that just right, lost its it. spots. I mean, when you really need to kill a gobbler, you've got to go find the dumbest, hungriest gobbler in the woods. And I don't think that one had ate anything in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's awesome. You, you can't wipe that grin off your face in that picture. That's that's great, man. I, I was happy, man. Tell that us a story, fun. dude. That, I want to hear the story about this thing. Yeah. Um, so where do you guys want to start? You know, When what? you arrive at Walter's house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll give you right before that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, going down to Florida, I thought that I was going to camp out, like, in the back of my truck, right? Did not really think I uh, had any kind of bad, severe weather impending. And when I was on my way to where I was going to hunt, there were legit tornado warnings south of me following me up. That weather was just horrible. Winds kicking, lightning every few seconds. I'm in my truck, like, trying to watch netflix because i downloaded some netflix movies and i was like i don't know that i'm going to survive this lord like i was praying like hey lord you need me to stop turkey hunting I, i'll do that like, right like it was getting that bad and then finally like me and walter had been to texas for a couple hours he's like hey man why don't you just come uh, why don't you come stay with me so anyways that's how bad the weather was leading into this and even that next morning uh seven o'clock eight o'clock all the way up until 10 o'clock we had bands of storms and rain so we ended up eating at waffle house i think at like 10 10 30 and got in the woods for the first time right before noon um ended up hitting hitting a few spots uh two a couple two tracks only never heard a gobble only got on one hand and then by three o'clock we ended up going down to a lower swamp and while we're walking down this two track walter you know he's trying to do everything pulling everything out of his pockets, trying to get strike up a gobble. We still, at this point, first day, have were these Were these chasing tails custom calls that he was <laughs> they using? They were chasing. I, I, I mean, I don't want to promote them, but I'm pretty sure they were chasing <laughs> tails custom calls. They got that baby that baby <laughs> blue Malibu's most wanted color on them? They are. Um, and, and I ended up pulling out and uh, <laughs> doing, doing oh, a six- oh, oh. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Uh, I ended up hitting a few cuts on a on my mouth calls. Got one to fire up, and it's one of those things where you're with a guy that understands like the lay of the land. Like Walt deer hunts this property, and knew this property front to back. Because when we heard this bird gobble, you could tell. You know, Florida doesn't have like legit ridges, but it was on a different ridge from us, and there was a bottom in between us. <clears throat> and normally. If I'd have been just in Florida by myself, I would have tried to cut across there to get to that bird. But thankfully, like Walt was with me and he knew that like with the amount of rain we had, that that was probably going to be a swamp. And it was like a legit swamp situation. And he said, man, if we'll go up, I want to say two or 300 yards, 
there will be a deer trail that will put us on the same ridge as this bird. And it absolutely happened that way. Like there was a deer trail. Guys, I'm talking like Kentucky style deer trail. Looked like cattle had been running through there. Uh, and he knew the, the lay of the land and, and woodsmanship literally got us into range of that bird. So at one point, you know, we're two or 300 yards away. Um, I call again, just to check him, see if he's still there. This bird has like cut the distance as we've moved away. So what I'm thinking is, as we've moved away from this bird, this bird thinks we're 100% not interested in him. We're calling and we're moving away from him. We ended up cutting back down towards him on this deer trail. Uh, and at one point we called again and you can tell he's even cut the distance more. Like this bird is absolutely 100% coming. So we ended up, we set up on this bird where it was very thick, probably only 30 yards max viewing uh being able to see through this this thick stuff in the bottom of the swamp and then to the to like the left of us we had a nice little opening uh where you could be able to shoot and that's where the end up the bird ended up coming and once we got set up walt took over the calling which i think is an interesting thing because if you think about it turkeys are very weird like sometimes you know they'll only gobble at one call in your pocket right so you're taking a chance if you change calls and especially if you change callers um i didn't even think about the risk factor there but like walt took over calling at that point it didn't matter like that bird was absolutely committed and within 15 minutes he was coming down the gun barrel dude that is that's cool it's interesting to to hear you talk about that like that seems to be like a a pretty simple thing you you always hear people, especially when they're hunting with in multiples, like if you it's you and your buddy or whatever, somebody will get a little bit further to try to pull that bird past the shooter. But just as a calling strategy, even if you're hunting by yourself, backing up, like you call at one point, he gobbles, then you back up and act like you're uninterested and circle back around and end up getting closer. It's like it's like, I don't know, blue balling, I guess you could call it. You're blue balling the turkey. It's like you're, you're teasing him. You're getting closer, closer. And then all of a sudden you're like, nah, and you leave. And then once you come back, he is daggum ready. That's a. Uh, you know what it reminded me of? Was Galberry Joe. Is that uh, in the old pro turkey hunter? Yeah. He, he killed that turkey by running away. From, and that's not what we intended to do. That we were not trying to copy tactics on that book. It just so happened. That's what happened. But in the old pro turkey hunter, he, he tells a story about an unkillable turkey and he calls at that bird, gets it to strike, and he literally starts running away and calling at that bird, getting further and further away. And then he stops calling and runs back down the road and ends up killing that bird. And I don't think he ever calls when he gets closer, but he just kind of let it happen. That's that a, was his tactic. Number one, great book. For Absolutely. anybody who has not read that, that is a and you can buy the 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 audio version and listen to on your ride to work or whatever it is i'll listen to it through that monsoon rainstorm heading down to florida and uh, it changed my outlook on turkey hunting i'll be honest with you like it it challenged me to 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 do things a little bit different to act a little bit different um man just a just a killer way to start the season reading that book or to okay. listen to the book man i like that that's uh that's cool i i was uh, which when you shot that bird, I had already killed my first one in Florida. I killed on the same day. Yep. And uh, so I was, I was excited, you know, I was pumped up. I was happy. 
But man, whenever you, whenever I don't remember who it was, you or Walter that sent the text with that uh, that turkey in it, man, I had some major FOMO. Like I was just like, dang, I wish I was there with these guys experiencing that. Um, Cause I, so Adam, I know it'd have been awesome. Just a couple things, Adam. Um, yeah, man. One, uh, your friend lets you sleep in your truck and I'm in a monsoon and didn't invite you in until like hours later. So <laughs> there's that. He um, thought I was at the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true Walt thing. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even, didn't even know you were there. I didn't even know you were there. Didn't know you were in my driveway sleeping in your truck. My bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, two, uh, you said Walter deer hunted this place and they had Kentucky style, style deer trails. How many... How many deer did Walter? <laughs> Golly! <laughs> How many deer did Walter kill? Um, this and then, is this is like this the... is not bash Walter, but number number three, number three. Um, did Walter when whenever you went to kill the turkey was Walter like? Because I, I figured he was filming. Was he behind you, beside you, calling the turkey? Where was he at? Um, he was like right on top of me. Okay. And I, I think it. I think there's it there's, like there's a picture Ooh. of that too. <laughs> like literally like how did you shoot you remember youth youth season when your dad used to like have his arm around you <laughs> hey half and half hey when i shot the bird on the video for some reason walt said go get him boy go get him, boy. <laughs> and he even tells me that's like, awesome yeah, he's down your gun barrel and i'm literally thinking like Shut up. <laughs> hey, that's what that I was thinking so whenever this guy over here was turkey hunting with me. Shoot him, Drew. Shoot him. Shoot him. Shoot him. Yeah. Hey, Parker's putting it. that pressure on you. I, I know, and I missed. I was, so, put, anyway, I was putting some pretty hard pressure on you out there. And Guys, I, for those who are unaware, we're making fun of uh, Walter at Chasing Tales, and so go yeah. go follow him and definitely Please. check it out. Can't wait to see this video. This is gonna be so good. And I, I just want to say, like, Walt, awesome dude. And I told him when we walked out of those woods, woodsmanship killed that turkey, and it was but Walt's he, woodsmanship of understanding. He did call the shot that killed that. And yeah, yeah uh, I really appreciate him taking me on that that journey. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. and having a lot of fun with Walt right now. But, and, that's yeah. cool. And uh, and and realistically, Walt, Walt is one of my greatest friends, one of my truest friends. Uh, he's one of those guys that you can. He's tagged out in Florida too. He is tagged out. He's he's a he's been man just like wearing the turkeys out every year for since he. I mean, he's 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 relatively new to turkey hunting, but he just figured it clicked really fast for him. Um, which is which is pretty cool <clears> to see. Uh, but Walter's one of those dudes that I mean, Adam, you know this. We rip each other in half when we all have disagreements okay. on that group text. We'll rip each other apart, and at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like yeah, we're all buddies. <laughs> there's not a lot of people that I will take their advice almost a hundred percent of the time. Um, but in that in that group, I, I will, I I listen. You know, I listen to to what you guys say, and I think it's it's the same uh, the other way around. But it yeah. was uh, it was cool. You called me. Um, or I called you and I figured y'all had shot it like 30 minutes, you know, and finally got me the picture. You were literally stepping on its head at the time that I called, which was cool. I felt like I got to be a part of the whole thing. Um, 
Man, Florida was Adam, do you, a blast. Do you do you think, and Parker, you can answer this too, um, are turkeys, in, and this is relative, but um, are, are turkeys in Florida easier to kill overall than, you know, birds in Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee? I bet I have a different answer than Parker. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to say no. I don't think they're easier. I I think I think it's different. Um there may be there may be a better maybe a better number of them than a lot of the places that I hunt. Uh Cuz y'all y'all were hunting um Osceola's, right? Yeah, and and typically, I mean I was Adam Adam, your, yeah, yours, yeah. yours was an Osceola too. Uh, Walt thinks, I mean, the feathers look like an Osceola, but they're technically an Eastern according to Florida maps. Right. Um, yeah. Mine were technically Osceolas and their coloration was Osceola. So, um, but, but normally people who hunt, you know, all over will peg Osceolas as being one of the hardest ones to kill uh, out of the, out of the North American birds. I, I heard, I was listening to Cuz Strickland yesterday interviewing mm-hmm. Dave Owens, and uh, Dave said kind of the same thing. But then he was like, "Man, some of these Easterns, man, in some of these states, they are they are one hundred percent the hardest." And Dave would know better than I have. He's hunted a whole lot more, and in a whole lot more states than I have too. So I, I don't think that they're necessarily easier. I think it's just uh, maybe a density and the I, I, there are. If you hunt like big woods type stuff, open hardwoods, a lot of the national forests and WMAs around Alabama, a turkey could could legitimately walk anywhere. They could they could travel any area. When you're hunting these swamp turkeys, they're a little more limited in the area. Not not that they won't cross mm-hmm. a swamp or they won't cross over <clears throat> water. Um but it manipulates the way that they travel a little bit more. And so, like Adam said, woodsmanship is, is a big deal. If you, if you understand how the terrain lays out, um, or if you're looking at your maps, if you understand like, Hey, this looks like a, a lot lower area, it's probably, or, or this vegetation is typically going to be a swamp. You can, you can kind of start. Or there's a land better. bridge to where you're, you know, between you and your bird, mm-hmm. like perfect funnel thinking of it like deer hunting and yeah and it's it's deer hunting a lot of it is is you're not deer hunting them you're still calling them and you're still communicating you're not just sitting and waiting but you can uh you can increase your odds if you understand those things i think Mm -hmm. what's you what do you think adam so here's my big difference i don't know that it's any easier or harder to kill a bird in florida what i would say is those birds acted like a may 1st bird in tennessee versus an April 1st or mid-March bird and wherever else, meaning there were no, there wasn't like, they weren't bunched up. They, they weren't flocked up. Um, matter of fact, the bird I called didn't have any hens. Uh, the hens that we did locate didn't have any gobblers. Usually like, you know, I went on this juvenile hunt last weekend. One gobbler may have 10 hens, may have more hens. That wasn't the case there. I don't know what their breeding cycles were. Shame on me. I should have like kind of understood that going in. But it was almost like hunting a bird that was later in the breeding cycle and a little bit easier to get on like a hot bird. So if you can find a gobbler, 
it might be easier to kill that particular one. You just got to find him and then, you know, entice him. That would be my difference. That's a good thought. And a lot of it, too, you think about the weather in Florida uh, versus the mm-hmm. weather in Tennessee. Like, it's been uh, – when I was hunt, when I was deer hunting in Florida, they were already gobbling in January. So, I mean, you, you, you kind of move, like, our March, like, early March gobbling activity – is probably more what they have in Florida late January and into February, just because the weather's the weather's better. And I know that that doesn't have. I, I, I actually I don't know. I don't know if that has scientific basis as far as like gobbling activity. But I, I definitely I agree with you, uh, Adam. I, the the first bird I shot had three hens with him. Um, That's cool. And we, but we, I mean, that was a. It wasn't like he was a hot bird or anything. We just. We just set up well on him and killed him right Great video, by the way, too, Parker. Thanks, man. It was hard, hard to make good. that video uh, <clears throat> any amount of length, like length of time. Because it was like, <laughs> how, do, how do you make a video out of a turkey you killed in three seconds after he flew down, you know? Um, well, it was, it was funny because you, you like listened to the podcast and you were like, like three seconds after his feet hit the ground, I shot him. And I'm like, okay, no, it's pretty, it's pretty close. Oh, yeah. it's, Pretty close. <laughs> I, 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 I doubt he took two steps. Like, if no, he took two yeah. steps, it was his landing steps. Like, like coming <laughs> down to land, and he was just kind of catching himself. Um, hey, the view duration goes up, though, because people are like, wait, is this over? It's like, yeah, yeah that, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was pretty much it. That was, that was what happened. Um, that was so cool, though. But that's a, that's a good thought. Uh, Adam, congrats on your bird, man. That was uh, – yeah, man. Yeah, that was cool. Find both was, your birds, Parker. I appreciate it, man. I'm not going to get too much into my stories because I told them last week on the podcast. Actually, Jared Hurst told the full story of the first one. <laughs> that that fella, we got finished recording. I was like, I don't know how you made a three second hunt a 20 minute story. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you you drew that thing out. <laughs> he was like, oh man, you know, I just wanted to tell all the details. Um, uh, but I, I plenty of details. Really appreciated that. Here's another cool thing about last week for me, and then Matt, we'll get into your story. Um, yeah, Casey, who from the Management Advantage, uh, after we recorded the podcast, uh, maybe the day after or two days after, I can't remember. It was a day that I left to go home. Um, <laughs> I was I was taking a dump <laughs> in the bathroom of our Airbnb, and all of a sudden I hear gobble 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 gobble. Gobble, 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 gobble. And we were kind of out in the country, and there's fields and stuff back there. And all of a sudden, I hear, boom! I mean, we were, we like, it was all private land. They weren't hunting around there or anything. So I texted the guys. They'd all went out to the to the uh, public area that we were hunting. And I was like, hey, I was just sitting on the pot, and I heard a gobbler get shot in the backyard, it sounded like. Um, and they sent a bunch of memes, like, what the heck are we doing out here? There's turkeys in the backyard. <laughs> Uh, so I'm packing up, getting all my stuff ready. I look outside and there's a hen out there just kind of loafing around in the field. So I text him. I was like, Hey, there's a hen back there. Well, a few minutes later after I left about 15 minutes after I left the house, they had gotten to the house and I get a text message. Hey, there's a long beard strutting in the backyard or in the field in the 40 acres. We're going to try to go get permission to kill it. And so they went and found the landowner uh, it was some guy a mile down the road and he was like, yeah, I don't care if you kill him. Just don't shoot nobody. And 
so they went out and started playing this hunt. He ended up killing. So Casey ended up getting his his uh, fourth and final bird of that slam. He needed the Osceola, so that was pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool story. Shot it behind the Airbnb house um, legally. Bird on the pot. What's that? The bird on the pot. Yep. You heard him. Um, I scout cool. whatever works. Oh yeah, I scouted him hard. Um, I really, really tried to put in put boots on the ground. You know. And uh, and it paid. <laughs> um, all right, Matt. So so you're the only one so far that's got an Alabama story, and I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome uh, experience. Uh, but first off, I kind of my seasons. I've grown up always hunting with my dad. So every uh, opening weekend, I set that aside for you know my time with him. So this year was going on twenty years of hunting opening days with my dad. So uh, got to experience a lot through those 20 years, but this was a very special hunt. Uh, we went out, so Alabama is only open to private land and certain public land. Um, so I had a piece of private that uh, knew some birds had been on. I had some stuff that I thought was going to go through on some lease stuff. It actually fell through. So this was kind of a spot we weren't, you know, like – hey, we're going to go just smoke a turkey out here. Never never really hunted it. I hunted a property across uh, an 88-acre block last year and had some gobbles. So I said, well, we'll just try this one on a mountain bird. So we got in there, you know, nice old private land hunt, drive your truck in, walk 100 yards, and you're listening, you know, just real, real classic. Um, Parker's so- hunt, actually, like – Two weeks ago, Matt. Where he yeah, yeah, pu- public land hunt. Yards. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, this one didn't fly in my lap uh, like like that. You know, um, to be fair, but- I, I don't want people to think that I'm that I'm trying to fool anybody. This was a public land hunt, but it was a public land quota hunt that I was on. So it's limited entry, and so it yes, there's, there's a reason. Good defenses. job. There's they no did a very good job that way. Yeah, the yeah you Florida, I mean, apologize for nothing. That's why it's a cool. That's why it's a cool video is because that opportunity is there in Florida, and it's it's a it's a cool one. And um, you know, I, I think Matt, I don't I don't mean to um interrupt you, but um, because I'm I'm new to turkey hunting as, as well, especially in Alabama. Are there are there are there quota hunts in Alabama for turkeys? Yeah, they do the SOA uh, special opportunity, just like the deer. They have that okay, for okay. turkeys as well. <clears throat> I got you. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if not as well known as the deer. Okay. So I because they got it, drawn it, for that. They go into thick pen. Yeah it it sounded like when Parker got drawn for that 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 was like a a, a big deal. You know. Yeah, type, and type and thing. so here's the crazy thing. This is this is why uh, Jared is I mean a better man than most people. Uh, he drew that, he drew that quota hunt and gave me the bird. Um, like that was a, that was a pretty big deal and, mm-hmm. uh, something that not a whole lot. And I had a hard time accepting it too. Like, I'll be honest. I was like, no oh, man, I'll just film dude. Like I was, he's like, no, you're going to get you. Yeah, it really looked like you had a hard time accepting it. Parker. Oh yeah. It really did. Y'all didn't see the, y'all didn't see the, <laughs> the off camera stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> But it was it was cool, and and from what I understand, I don't know. I've never been on a SOA turkey hunt uh, in Alabama, but um, I've heard they can be pretty good. They can be a, a pretty good hunt. Yeah, that's what what I've heard. 
Um, but and like I said, I got a buddy who's going to Thick Pen, so we'll we may have a have a story on that. But uh, back to this hunt uh, with my dad, we we got set up, you know, at dark listening for gobbles and heard one bird, uh, you know, shot cobble to a crow uh, coming over on roost, and we were like, okay, there there he is, you know, we're gonna try to gain some ground, get up into elevation, uh, try to get on his level. So we start go easing up, easing up, and we're like, well, we'll just you know, he's going to gobble again. We'll just, you know, not get too close um, and wait on him. So we sat, 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 ended up sitting for an hour and didn't hear anything. Uh, just trying to play it conservative, um, knowing that I have multiple opportunities to hunt these birds. I didn't want to booger them up. Um, so we're sitting there and I'm like, well, let's just, you know, walk up this mountain. It, it did a couple terraces. And I said, he's probably just, you know, sitting on a terrace. Let's go up there and throw a call, see if he responds. Well, we start walking up that terrace. We get to the top, and he he sounds off on his own. We're like, okay, sounds off again. Ends up three three gobbles. Um, so we sit down, call to him. Well, he gobbles again. Well, then another bird gobbles. Well, then another bird gobbles, and then we hear a Jake way off. So we got four stinking turkeys gobbling. Well, it sounds like they're going to the terrace below us. So we go all the way down there, set up. Well, give it thirty minutes. All three of them are hot goblin right to where we had previously set up, where we had called from. So they're sitting up there on the terrace looking for the hen, and she's not there. So, and as a as a father son duo hunting, we try to sit on the same tree, um, and he can cover one side, I can cover the other. And you know, you always kind of have a primary shooter, but we always have this thing that it doesn't matter who kills the bird. You know, it's a group effort. We're here you know, together. So these birds start moving and we're scooting, you know, shimmying around the tree. Well, my greedy self moves up a tree from him. So we're separated. We can't talk anymore. So these stinking birds make a, a 180 circle around us, run down the hill and get on our level. Well, during that whole time, my dad shifts. So he's, he's in front of me now and the birds are coming right down his gun barrel, all three of them. So I'm just sitting there. I have my gun, you know. Well, I see one of them, and I put a bit. I have my bead on him, and Daddy saw him coming. He got about 35 yards and just shot him. And uh, I was like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> and, uh, shot him. So, so I'm sitting there, and I'm excited. And he uh, he had got a new turkey gun this year. He got a 410, uh, and did the whole TSS thing with it. So put a red dot on it, and I mean, just folded the bird. Uh, awesome stuff. So. I'm sitting there and he's like, well, go, go get him for me. You know? So I had to do the whole run down thing and well, I get up there and then two other birds are standing 20 yards from this Turkey. And I'm like, so I start trying to do the fight in Perth and well, they just fly off and gone. So, but you know, it was a, it was a fun hunt, memorable hunt with my dad. Um, and so that's my half Turkey for the year um you know but just uh just a good hunt to get the season started off that's fun i was wondering you sent me that video uh i think it was of your tactic cam and it's like you run to go get him and you start doing the fighting purr when you put your head your foot on its head i was like is that just like a father-son celebratory fighting purr that they do (laughs) yeah hold the gun over my head you know just like do the turkey kill dance I, i i didn't know but that makes a whole lot more sense now Nah, one of them flew off to the left, and then the other one 
ran off to the right. You know, they did, they had no idea what was going on. Probably if we'd have sat there, they'd have came up there and flogged him, you know. Yeah. I mean, when you have three birds that are all gobbling, you know, coming to you, they're pretty aggressive. They're pretty competitive. Um, but excitement gets the best of you. And and if we probably if we'd have been on the same tree, we'd probably I'd have probably been like, Hey Dave, let's just he has no idea we're here. We actually mm-hmm. had hens behind us. I forgot to tell you all that. But a big part of what I, you know, think killed the turkey, you know, got him to come in close was one patience. A lot of people would have thought those turkeys got up above them and moved over to the left and they were just going on the other way and would have moved and bumped them or something. But we stayed put and then daddy would call and I would, I would scratch the leaves. And so he'd be calling and they wouldn't respond. Well, then I'd scratch the leaves and he'd call and they just, they loved that. Uh, just, just making it realistic that, Hey, there's a sexy little hen over here and you need to come get you a piece of it. And they just can't handle it. Isn't it funny? But what though? time did you shoot this bird? This bird? Uh, nine o'clock. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was still early in the morning, but a little later than it wasn't a fly down yeah. hunt, you know? Nine o'clock seems to be a pretty good time for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Nine, nine and ten, anywhere from like seven thirty, from fly down to about eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock, is like real oh. slow if you don't kill them real early. Um, and that's that's kind of what I think those birds did because they flew down, they showed up, they didn't say anything until about eight o'clock. Uh, that's when we heard them, and then we sat there and just waited, you know waiting an hour on a turkey may not sound that long to people, but when you have them gobbling out in front of you, that feels like an eternity. Um, yeah. cause you can't do anything. It's really hard. It's especially hard when you're trying to conserve battery on a camera. Um, and you got them coming in like that for that long, dude, I can't tell you how many batteries I've burned through on hot birds like that. Cause you don't want to miss anything. And you just let it keep rolling, and you're like, they could just show up any moment, you know? Trying um, to get that perfect perfect gobble. You know, uh-huh. you press the record button too late, and then you wait 20 more minutes for that next one. And when you want that gobble, you want that audio file <coughs> of a gobble because you know at some point that season there's going to be a gobble that doesn't pick up on camera, and you're going to want to just layer that on top. I do that crap all the time. When there was a gobble, <laughs> like this, this is a – this YouTube is, secrets. It's, yeah, it's oh, not wow. a, it's not a secret. It's not shady because there was actually a gobble, but you just can't hear it because um, the mic didn't pick it up. I'll take one and I'll just like turn it, turn the volume down to where you can barely hear it. Sometimes I'll pan it over to the right so it sounds like the bird. If the bird was over to the right to make it more realistic, it's kind of like, uh, like sound effects type, type stuff in a video. Sometimes I just, I was, I was actually watching THP before we jumped on, and you know they're trying to strike up turkey, and then all of a sudden like. You like hear them point, and then it's like asterisks gobble, yeah. and it's like gobble. Yeah. How many times does that actually happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know it happens some, but like gobble. You know, and it's like not all the time, fellas. God. <laughs> so now I know. <laughs> it's it's crazy though. I mean, you get on those hot ones like that, and it's just like it's so hard to make moves like you hear patience all the time preached like i can't tell you how many podcasts i've done in the past drew you probably heard it uh adam when you were on down south you probably heard a lot of turkey hunters talk, say the same thing oh well patience is the 
is the key to, to turkey hunting. It is, but in the same breath, those guys will be run, they're running gun guys. You have to learn how to make a move and when the right time is. It's like, it's like there's never a, and this is maybe what I love so much about turkey, turkey hunting, but I hate at the same time is you just don't know what to do. Like I have never <laughs> met a turkey hunter that said, I know what to do right here everything's just kind of a let's just throw the hat up and see what happens you know and it might work might it's not. literally a dance yeah. it's, it's a, a dance it's a dance hey i i caught myself this this season i don't know what it is i mean I, i'm walking in the dark to where i think turkeys are roosted and i've like got my hands like up in my face because i'm so nervous that a turkey's gonna see me. I'm just like walking, just like out of nervous habit. Got my hands in my face. Like, what? What the heck is that? Now, that would freak me out, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Me, me and you hunt together, and you walk there can in be like a this. turkey right there. <laughs> yes, turkey. I, yes. I don't know what it is. It's just like I don't know what it is. Just nervous habit or whatnot. But I just couldn't get my hands out of my face. Like I'm picturing. Mark, I'm picturing Igor. Is his name Igor from uh, Frankenstein? God. Um, the little assistant yeah. and he's like yes he's alive you know uh, that's that's what I have in my mind even though I know it's probably not not like that I it's it's crazy though turkeys are these these freaking birds like just... last year when whenever we went over to the club and we had that turkey coming up the road yeah like we we go to look around to sit somewhere and park and we're like where do we sit and we're just parkers like crap i don't know you know and it's like it's, and he he looks at me i'm like let's just sit down you know and so we sit down and the turkey walks up and hen boogers it up and, and it was it's going to be like if the if if the if the time kept coming it's going to be like a classic right up the road turkey hunt like i'm talking oh, about man. just an epic one and i was filming didn't work out that way and i was filming man right if anybody's ever if anybody's ever hunted with me they know that i'm filming and i'm also got the gun up ready to go just in case, uh, like I filming, I, getting ready to shoot, telling <laughs> other people when to shoot, um, <laughs> yeah, shoot I will. Will. producing everything. <laughs> Should you have shot, Drew? Well, okay, all right. Here's here's the story. Okay. <laughs> On that one, no, because it was a hint. He missed. Okay, so so we're 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 just sitting there at this intersection because we. We hadn't struck up any turkeys. We walked around my whole club and like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I told Parker, I'm like, we, we, we got turkeys over here. And, and so, um, so I was like, I'm going to ease around this curve and just look down this road. And sure enough, there's a strutter in the middle of the road. I'm like, so I go back and tell Parker, I'm like, Parker, there's a strutter in the middle of the road. And Parker's like, really? And I'm like, yes. And then, <laughs> and like, so then Parker Are you sure? calls and, <laughs> Are you positive? and then like, <laughs> and Parker then like, oh was, well, hold on, you know, what, so, what did he? What? Oh, what did the turkey do? <laughs> they got they got Merriams on on Drew's club in North Alabama. <laughs> 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 um, and so, so I was Matthew Reeves. That's what I would do. Um, but uh, so we ended up getting on that one. Didn't work out. Then we heard another gobble. So we just there's a, we we have a green field. We were up on on a road. We dropped down in the green field. And um, Parker calls at him again, and then like three come running out, and and Parker's like shoot him, and I'm like, I was like I can't see him, Parker. Like I'm looking in the sun, like I, I can't see him, and he's like shoot Drew, 
shoot, Jerry. I'm like, just shoot I that direction. You'll hit one. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, shoot. I'm like, Parker, what? I can't see anything. And he goes, Drew, shoot. shoot, I said, shoot my Drew. exact Drew, words, shoot. Drew. I remember this well. I said, Drew, you have got to see one of these turkeys. <laughs> they goes, were like, they goes, were like Drew, closing you in have on got like to see this turkey. I'm like, 15 Parker, feet in a greenfield. He's like, He's like, Drew, you got to freaking see the turkeys. Shoot them. Shoot them. I'm like, so like I finally saw one going going through the grass. I'm like, what well, well, crap? So I clicked off. And, 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 I'm, and I'm shooting, I'm shooting three and a half out of a Mossberg. Um, and when I shot, every plant in front of me just laid down in front of me. Like every plant just went straight down. And I did hit the turkey, though. Because I actually it. rolled the turkey. The, the turkey rolled. And then we, me and Parker still don't know where that turkey's at. It, it's probably, it's, it's probably at the merger care getting stitched up still, you know, but like, because we don't know what happened to it. We couldn't find no feathers, no nothing. Originally, I thought if you watch the video, you can tell he like, <laughs> he rolls, then he gets up and Drew had thought he killed it. Um, mm-hmm. And, and he gets up, I'm like, shoot him again. And Drew doesn't then he shoot, again. Me, shoot him again. He's like, this him. bird is right in the in the wide open, standing there. But the confusion was, is Drew thought his turkey was dead, laying yeah. in the in the grass, and I had watched the bird get up and run off, uh, and was I don't know thirty yards standing. I mean, he was struggling, standing next to a mm-hmm. tree, and I'm like, you gotta shoot him again. And, he, and he's like, I, I, which one? What what do I shoot? Uh, and so it was just a. It was a cluster. What it was was three jakes, and and Drew had never killed a bird like that in that type of scenario. Not on an actual, not on an actual turkey hunt. Mm-hmm. And so I've killed them on deer hunts before. So we were uh, not in Alabama. Don't not in Alabama. Not in Alabama. Not in Alabama. Uh, where it's legal to okay. do so. Um, they don't have a fall season. Not. I don't know where you're hunting don't, at, Luke. Don't ask those questions, Luke. Just just stay quiet over there in the <laughs> corner. Stay down south, the down okay. south, I'm pretty sure they've got like November seasons. They do in uh, Talladega area. There's a there is a fall season uh, over there. I think the rifle is not a weapon of choice. Yeah, I don't think it is. You, it has to be with a shotgun, yeah. right? It's still the same. I shot mine with a shotgun. Yes. No, but I'm Florida. saying like they've got the like it was a slug gun winter, it was winter a season down south though. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple states like Texas. You can shoot them, which you can shoot them with a rifle in Texas. Um, uh, let's see. Tennessee has Ten- a fall Tennessee season. Tennessee has a fall season. Yeah. Um, They've changed some laws there. So, guys, if uh, any Tennessee listeners, you better check the rule books. They're changing laws everywhere when it comes to turkeys right now. Yeah. Seems like Florida. Florida has a fall season too, I believe. Don't they? Still, I think, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was I was just really confused because I because when I when when I shot my bird, I'm like, okay, well, he's dead. So I know in Alabama you don't kill one per day. So I'm like, okay. Well, then Parker's still harder than me to shoot him. I'm like, I, I did. I shot my bird. What yes, else do you want me to oh, do? Man. Like, like what else do you want me to do? You know? And uh, um, so anyway, it was it was a fun hunt. It, it we'll really go was again. fun. Yeah, it was it was a blast. I've been on a hunt where a bird got shot and hit the ground like that and got up and ran off. Yeah, but he died. He he died within about fifty, sixty yards. Um, That goes back on me running up and 
when I shoot one, I the first thing I do is get up and start running. Yeah. I I see these guys that can act cool and like just sit there and be like, man, I just smoked that. Dave Owens is the best no, at it, man. I, I don't Owens. I don't get it. They, yeah, he's they, he's they cool will cat. shoot and then and then like they will sound like three other turkeys and it's like God bless, man. Like how, how are you doing that? You know. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm Matt's up not running as fast <laughs> as I can. I'm Usain Bolting it to that thing. Yeah, dude, I shot hey, one with a. Hey, Adam. I shot I'm sorry, Luke. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was just going to say. Go ahead, Luke. You have it. You you've been you've been real quiet sitting over there in your little corner. No, hey, I'm listening to the stories, man. I shot one with a bow a few years back. I don't I don't remember ooh, how long ago. Oh man! And I was uh I shot it and it flew off into the woods. And I was like, what the freaking crap! I was like, I know that I hit this funny. I, I hit the bird and was looking in the woods where I knew it flew. And I'm just looking, trying to find blood. And I just hear a, a thud. And I look behind me. The the thing had was just up in a tree watching me walk around. And it just bled out and died. And it just <laughs> fell. I was like, what? What the heck? I was like, thank oh, you, God. I watched it. It was crazy. <laughs> I watched was that somebody. your longbow, Luke? No, no, it was compound. It was compound. I watched somebody last, like last week. I can't remember. I think it was on the do-it-yourself hunter page. It was a Oklahoma hunt, I think, from last year. Uh, Oklahoma or Kansas, and they were bow hunting turkeys. And they shot one, and they tracked that thing for 400 yards or something. Oh, blood man. trailing it, and it ended up doing like going like up. You know how you have like these creek banks that have like a erosion where like it makes like a little pocket underneath the ground. That turkey had fall had run up into one of those overhangs like that. And was still alive, sitting up in there, and they had to shoot it again. Um, and when you watch the video, it looks like he just nailed this turkey perfectly. And, uh, yeah, it they, they had to blood trail it. And something about it didn't, like, they didn't do anything wrong. And definitely, they didn't do anything wrong. Something about it to me, I was like, I don't think I want a turkey hunt like that. Like, I, I don't want a blood trail turkey. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I, you expect it with deer. With turkeys, I want yeah. that, like. I want that like running up to it, put your put your foot on its head. Did you see Parker where uh did you did you see where uh Zinger uh Zinger Fletcher's came out with a six fletch um turkey deal for for, for those big those big broadheads? Yeah, they came out with a six fletch um six degree helical. I'm not I'm not <laughs> against it. I'm not against bow hunting no. turkeys by any stretch. I just don't want to bow hunt turkeys. Like I like bow hunting deer. I just don't really want to shoot a turkey with a bow all that bad. Like, if it happened, if I was in Kentucky one day and a long beard walked out in front of me, I might shoot it because I can. But I Matt, did your did your dad? Uh, uh, how did how did that four ten do on that turkey? Because I just oh, I actually smoking. got one today from from my father in law and did the exact same thing. I got a TSS in it and a and a red dot. So I was just wondering. Yeah, it it smoked him. So we, I mean, we patterned it and everything. Uh, I'd say it's good to about 35 yards, and I think that turkey was right at 30. Um, and it, I mean, when he shot it, it just, you know, fell, fell backwards, you know, yeah. did that number right there. I know y'all can't see me do my great imitation of a turkey dying, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, it did its job. That's awesome. Was it one of those Savage 301s? No, it's a Mossberg something something. Oh, um, something, something. It's, it's it's sweet, yeah. It's it's dipped in yeah. bottomland, so you know it's gonna kill. Hey, this one, <laughs> this one that my father-in-law let me 
let me let me use it's a it's a tristar, but it it comes straight from the factory with a turkey choke in it. It's got bottomland, and then it's also cerakoted um, right at the action. And it's, it's it's a sharp looking gun, man, and it's very affordable too. That's yeah. Daddy was looking for one of those, but uh, pistol grip. Up, yeah, but he ended up finding that Mossberg, and it's like you said, dipped. Had already came with a choke uh, kind of mm-hmm. deal, but I don't know the specific numbers on it. I'm gonna have to buy one, yep. man. I, it's it's just kind of getting on my nerves, and I'm still shooting a 12 gauge. And all you jokers are shooting four tens and twenties. I'm like, dude, this thing, this this thing's so light that you can you can literally shoot it with one hand, especially with that pistol grip. It, I mean, you can legit, which which comes in handy sometimes because birds don't ever come in where you want them to. And old dude's gonna start raping them before long. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, <laughs> I just started getting out here like this with a beard. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> let them come the, straight the four to t- me. T- you know, to pattern the 410, you don't have to just take a butt whooping to the shoulder either. Well, like yeah. on the 12K. No, that's so true. Adam, did, yeah, I send you, did I send you that video, Adam? Did you see that? Where I think, think it was in Marco Polo, where uh, the camera on my second burden in Florida, that 360 camera, I had it angled towards me. And when mm-hmm. I shoot, I mean, I'm shooting a three inch, you know, a three inch TSS load out of a 12 gauge and it's the 870 super mag express or something like that with the with the thumb hole uh stock and everything and so when i shoot that gun literally like comes up like off of my shoulder and up like that i'm like (laughs) (laughs) joy joy bell's so mad at you right now (laughs) i need to get on man joe Joe is the 12 gauge man the 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 it, it really pisses me off. You want me, to, you want me to tell you something that pisses me off? Oh, come on. Come on. Tell <laughs> us about it. And it doesn't piss me off. It's my own fault. Like, like Drew, you've been you still haven't killed your first, like, Eastern, like, legitimate uh, turkey hunt, spring turkey hunt turkey. And your dadgum got a nicer gun than I got. And No, I don't have it. I'm borrowing it from my father. Well, you're shooting it regardless. <laughs> I am shooting it. I know so many people that just started turkey hunting that have a nice, like, uh, like a actual good turkey gun. Now, granted, I have not missed with this gun, and it, I'm it, it actually shoots scared. Well. I'm scared the next time we go, like you're gonna just want to take the gun from me and shoot the bird next time. Like hey. that's 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 my fear. Next time I'm gonna have a gun ready. That is for sure. That is for dang sure. Um, I'll tell you yeah. about Walt's gun real quick. It's 20 gauge Savage 320. I think he paid $170 from Walmart with it. Mm-hmm. Dude, shooting a lights out pattern at 40 yards. Really? 20 gauge. Awesome pattern. I'm gonna have Light to get, gun, go short barrel. Man, these these TSS loads, man, have made it just uh, – it, it's just crazy, man. I mean, it's just yeah. nuts what, what they can do. But, um, Parker, you had mentioned uh, Fistful of Dirt earlier. Um, I was, I was listening to Cuz talk to uh Harold Knight or Knight yeah. Hill. That's a good oh, episode. Oh man, gosh! Yeah. And he he was they, you know, uh, Cuz asked him if you could tell like turkey hunter like a couple things. He's like, man, he goes, woodsmanship kills birds more than anything else. He goes and learn how to sit turkey still. I I'm like I found myself thinking about that since I've listened legit. to that episode as I'm yes. sitting on a bird, like. It's not something that's new. It's not something I didn't know. <laughs> but when you kind of refresh yourself in some of that stuff, it's like, man, and you, and you catch yourself like, oh, I'm just going to check my phone real quick or 
I'm going to, you know, adjust or whatever. And you really never know when that bird is just about to crest that hill or come right outside those yeah. bushes and, and he's going to see you. There is no telling how many turkeys have lived that you never even knew were there. Like mm-hmm. there just ain't, there just ain't no telling. Like you have got, he talked about uh, like doing a, like a practice, like go out in your yard mm-hmm. and sit still, just sit still, mm-hmm. train your body to sit still for an hour. And once you start doing that, you you just get better at it and and find that yeah. comfortable position. Um, I think it was I think it was on there. Or was that the old pro? Mm-hmm. It was well, on that episode. Old pro, old pro had the same advice, but I think uh, I think that episode. Well, because they're both old pros. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like like the, these old guys have been killing turkeys for 45 years before there was TSS and Onyx. You know. <laughs> If you remember, that's like Gabe's biggest piece of advice through the entire book was learning how to get your gun on your knee and how to be in position and be still. And he was like, that's the number one way to kill turkeys. That's right. That was what I'd I add one more thing. I, and that's be ready to shoot because turkeys may not give you more than five seconds. They may yeah. pop that head over the hill, crest it. You better be able to identify a gobbler quick and be able to shoot that gobbler quick. If you don't, mm-hmm. uh, he's probably gone. Interesting too. You you talked about your gun there there on the knee. Um, Toxie Hayes doesn't do that because he's like, man, I've lost so many turkeys. He goes because once once I get in the moment, my gun barrel starts doing this because I get excited. He goes, and I can't tell you how many turkeys he goes. So I don't I don't put it up on my knee anymore, which I thought was just interesting because that's that's normally what you see, you know. So there I, there I, are I, so I, many ways to kill mm-hmm. a daggum turkey, and. Yeah. And every single one of them, every bird's different, you know. I mean, there's, yep. there's all everybody has their, everybody has their thing, you know. Their one thing, like Toxie's talking about, I don't want to put it on my knee, and somebody's probably sitting there listening. Out, well, I'm not going to put yeah. it on my dang knee either. And yeah. then you got, and then you got people, you know, saying you need to learn how to sit still with the gun on your knee. I put it on my knee. Right. I have to. Um, but here's something that I want to kind of wrap up with on this, regardless of your style of turkey hunting. And you're the way that you you decide you want to do it. I I don't. Is, I don't. Is this soapbox? Is it, this soapbox? Is this when we get on our soapbox? It's not soapbox. It, you know what we'll call it? We'll call it a challenge. We'll call it a challenge like for it. people because it's like not a soapbox. It. It, and, and 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 if it were a soapbox, it would be going against what I'm saying too. Right. Um, I don't care how somebody hunts a man. If somebody wants to, I don't. I don't want to reap turkeys. Just don't want to do it. Um. I don't necessarily want to use decoys. I have before. Kind of don't want to do it anymore. I don't care if somebody else wants to do it. Um, there, There's a, a thing, and I have been in a, man, I've been in a in a sort this week. And you can ask Adam. He's been here in all the time. I've been, in, I've been in a way. Like, I've, <laughs> I've, I've not, not had my heart on my sleeve, but just kind of annoyed at the turkey hunting culture the things that i see going on in the turkey hunting culture and i've i've tried to challenge myself in that because some of the stuff i've seen that's annoying i've i've been guilty of them myself and maybe that's why it's most annoying to me but i always try to be pretty transparent and i always try to be pretty self-aware but i want to issue a challenge to people about not making turkey hunting a a contest that i don't don't think there's any room for jealousy in turkey hunting. There just can't be. Because, Adam, 
you said something years ago, a couple years ago, that stuck with me. You posted it on Facebook, I think. And you were like, these are the kind of people that kill... You said something like, these are the kind of people that kill turkeys. It's usually somebody who's not married, has no kids, and doesn't have a full-time job. <laughs> like, those people are always going to kill more turkeys than you. Um, because of the situation in life and where they live. And, man, there's so many... There's so many variables that go into killing a bird. There's people who tag out every year that have prime land to hunt, and they're probably subpar turkey hunters, but they, they've got a good place to go, and you can never compare yourself to those people. No. You just can't. And so that's my challenge, man. That's my challenge to people, and you guys can add on to that if you want to. Um, but that's my challenge to people going into this season is – Stop freaking comparing yourself. Have fun. Enjoy it. Seasons are opening up right now across the country here in the next few weeks. You know, you'll have most states are going to be in season. And, man, you you just – I thought about something that uh, as, I was, as I was thinking about this thought, and that makes a lot of sense. I thought about something as I was thinking about this thought. Um, in my way. I was, I was, <laughs> in my sword. I was, I was in in my sword, in my sword. I thought about this, though, and it's that people you don't like, people who you don't want to be successful because maybe you don't like their style of turkey hunting or maybe they're a, a, a direct competitor of yours. If you're a, a content creator like we are, um, you know, maybe they're cocky or arrogant or whatever, whatever the case might be. They're going to kill some. If they're out in the woods, they're going to kill sometimes. And it's going to happen. They're going to be successful from time to time. So all you're doing when you, when you wish ill, ill on them, when you, when you hope they aren't successful, you're just going to hurt yourself. You're just going to make yourself mad. You're making yourself mad for no good reason. Um, focus on yourself. Focus on your, on your killing and on your hunting. Don't worry about everybody else. Everybody else is going to kill it. And one thing that really stuck out to me was, is there's some people out there that, that don't want Matthew Reeves to kill a bird. They just don't like Matt Reeves, and which I, they're stupid if they don't like Matt Reeves. One of the nicest guys I know. Okay. Um, there's people out there that don't want Luke to kill a bird, don't want Drew to kill one, don't want me or Adam to kill one. Um, those people exist, and I don't really like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So don't don't be that guy. That's kind of my challenge. I'd add to uh, enjoying the experience. You know, I took my 10-year-old out on the juvenile hunt this weekend, and we only got to stay for two and a half hours. It's all we had. But when we rolled out of the truck, I let him sit in the truck because it was stupid cold. And when I finally heard a bird gobbling, I got him out of the truck, walking down the trail. We got closer to that bird. He fired off the limb, and he looks at me and says, I have never heard anything like that in my life, Dad. And I, and it kind of took me back Worth to the time when I heard my first turkey gobble, and I was like totally you know, foreign to turkey hunting and how that just made me feel. And it's the experience of go, just being out there, being able to see that big strutter in the field, uh, being able to work him. And sometimes, you know what, it just doesn't work out. But man, enjoy the heck out of it when you can. That's good stuff. Go out with your dad like uh-huh. Matt did. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, man, there's so much, there's so much rich tradition that's involved in turkey hunting and people can, start their own traditions within their families and um you know if 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 what you got is a place with a bunch of fields and you get to hunt field birds with decoys and go out and enjoy the heck out of it you know 
have fun. Don't get mad at the guy who's not using decoys or the guy who's using TSS or whatever. Some, you know, honestly, guys, there's there's things that people do that I don't really like that I don't really think has a place in turkey hunting. Oh well, who cares? <laughs> you know, um, you're not posting about it on Facebook saying, "Oh, you shouldn't do this." Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Keep those thoughts. Well, to I remember yourself. that one time. <laughs> How old no, was that bird? <laughs> However, How bow hunting, was, it, was it a mature bird? There is no place for turkey hunt for bows in turkey hunting. I will say that, Luke. That's okay. I'd say, hey, uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm just joking. No, I, say, I think. Ahead, I think um, people being encouraged um, is a good a good challenge as well because like we're all learning. And, um, for me being able to see people kill birds on public land and be successful that encourage, cause I've never killed a, a, a bird on public land and that encourages me. Same with deer hunting, same with anything encourages me to go, well, shoot, if they can do it, they put the time in, put the boots on the ground, I can learn and I can do the same thing. But I think people like what you were saying, Parker, I think people just kind of get get in their heads, maybe get cocky about it or just, or just feel like, shoot, I can't do that. But it, it takes work. Like you killing a bird, Adam killing a bird, Matt killing a bird, like people killing these birds, Drew missing the bird, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> hey, it takes, it takes, it was because of, of Parker, Drew, don't worry. It takes work and people, the hours that y'all put in, the hours that go into the picture that's posted, of the kill or the video that's posted, people don't get to see that. And so I think people are, are just drawn to the, well, dang, that's immediate success. It's not, it's the work that's put in the hours and the days that's put in. And I think people can get discouraged, but I don't think that should discourage anybody. I think that should just encourage you to get out and actually, you know, mimic to the best of your ability, but again, do what's working for you. Thank you. That's awesome. I think I got like, saved. Yeah, we that was a good message. Luke. Hey, thank you. Welcome. I to know. Like he started, like, started like, preaching a little bit. I'm you going like, to do an altar that. call? <laughs> I felt that. Hey, what, do you mind bring communion? <laughs> Adam <Wine> did. Rolls. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I got coffee. <laughs> uh, man, it's- oh, hey, Parker. Speaking, speaking of food, um, how are those legs turning out? They are. They're cooking right now. So. So my wife is starting a new meal plan and she's not, you know, huge on, she's not huge on uh, wild game. She'll eat it. You know, she, everything we do that calls for ground beef, she uses ground deer meat. Um, The turkey though is she, the the woman eats turkey once a day usually, but it's just store-bought turkey. And I'm trying to get in the way where I can convince her like, Hey baby, these, this is better meat. Like it's better than what you're buying from the, it tastes better. Um, because it it does wild turkey meat does. has no wild taste to it. The legs can if you don't cook them right, but the breast is like that's like prime white meat. It's so good. Yep. Um, but she's starting this new meal plan. I I mentioned uh my buddy Casey from uh Management Advantage that we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier. He he sent me a, a picture of some legs that he was doing to do like a chicken salad or turkey salad. I mentioned that to yeah. Allie, and she was like, yeah, let's do that. So that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm doing the slow cooker thing, and I think it's uh, it's easy to ruin a turkey leg on a smoker, a wild turkey, because the, the legs are so thin. 
there's not just a ton of meat on there anyways, and it's easy to mess them up. So putting them in the in the crock pot with some chicken broth, and then we'll do all the we'll do all the you know pecans and grapes and apples or whatever she wants to put in the chicken salad. What she would normally put in chicken salad, we'll do in that. And uh, I think I think it's gonna be good. The last time I did it, we did like a pulled barbecue, and it was freaking good. So I don't think this is gonna be any different. Parker, I got a challenge for you know the listeners and stuff, and you guys too. Instead of save the legs, I would encourage the listeners to give the legs to a deer hunter. So the deer hunters that don't turkey hunt, so they will not continue, like not want to pursue the wild turkey is what I'm hoping I'm getting at here. <laughs> give it to them and give them a bad That's recipe. Hilarious. Give them a bad, say like throw these like, jokers on the grill, you're going to feel like you're at the county fair. <laughs> They're going to eat like, nope, never hunting these things. <laughs> and all you need is an oven for 10 minutes. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oven for 10 minutes. <laughs> throw these jokers in the microwave they're gonna be good <laughs> this is what turkey hunting's all about <laughs> uh give the legs i like that hashtag give the legs all right boys anybody got anything else this is good. good i'm excited to be good. here let's go kill some we were birds five for five tonight it was good oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go kill a private school bird tomorrow that's my plan. Hey, y'all y'all keep me updated i want to know yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, when does Alabama start this weekend? Alabama has yes, sir. Like, started. Public, public like land starts. Start. Part of it Friday. starts April the 8th. the eighth or the first, and then part of it starts the eighth, and then private land started the the twenty fifth, and then zone two private land starts the first. There's all kinds of opening days. Yeah. I keep okay. telling my wife every weekend, but baby, it's opening day, and I'm here with the kids. Like this is true sacrifice. She doesn't know there's like fourteen opening days in Alabama this year. Parker so. almost called the law on me yesterday. <laughs> that was funny. That was that funny. Was. Hey, I had your back there because I'll be hunting. Right. There's I'll so many daggum rules, it man. For me. It, there, it's crazy. There's rules, gray areas. Just they've done a really sucky job of getting that out there to the people. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got church Sunday morning. Um, I was I went up and asked him because he, he he's a turkey hunter. I'm like, hey, are, are you ready for Friday? He goes, yeah. He goes. Hey, uh, can I use my decoys? I go, I don't, I don't think you can use decoys. Right now. Hey, it's got to be 10 days. He goes, yeah, but like, you know, you had the youth hunt and then the disabled hunt. So it's been 10 days since the opener. And I'm like, okay. Who knows? All right. Who knows? I, I saw, Who I knows? saw today a, a friend of mine, a very well, uh, well-versed and seasoned turkey hunter. He's a good turkey. Probably one of the best that I know personally. He uh he sent Alabama, um Alabama Department of Wildlife or whatever their Facebook page is. He sent them a message asking them a question about uh about one of the rules, and they gave him the wrong answer. And but it's a it's great to screenshot it. And if uh, we That's feel ridiculous, I say we Dude. I say it's the wrong answer. We feel it's the wrong answer. It could be the right answer, but I don't read it that way. And but they're hey, like corporate, even the people that'll be the working, right answer. <laughs> even even the people yeah. working for the uh, and and I don't listen. I I I want to be <laughs> careful not to not to talk negatively on our on our uh, our leaders and things like that. Um, but even the people working for them don't know the rules, which is which should tell you something. But it's uh hey all i know is that every time that i go to the gas pump i want to talk bad about our leaders 
I don't, but I do. This is uh, true. I'll say this about Alabama. You guys, the state has taken an initiative to That's true. figure out a problem, and I my hat's off to them. They've probably got a little bit of a learning curve on how to do a little bit better job of communicating in the future. That's the main thing. But a great <laughs> it just, it just seems like it's like, you know, whenever you're in second grade at recess and you're trying to make up rules to like kickball, you know, that's a really <laughs> good like, analogy, Drew. I like that. They, they're like, you know, go. then they come back into class and be like, all right, guys, the next day, this is how we're playing. It's like, I feel like Crap, we're I feel like we're in turkey bar. hunting prison rules. We're in, <laughs> somebody shouted prison rules and everybody just kind of does whatever. Um, but I'm at two percent, boys. <laughs> well, boys, good yeah. night and uh, good, good luck. One, if you guys are hunting in the yep. morning, good luck and uh, let's kill some send birds. Us the pigs, fellas. Yes, sir. We're gonna send See some snoods. Send snoods. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. As always, a big shout out to all of our partners. That's Go Wild, Spartan Forge, Tethered, New Canoe, and Scree Gear. You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. And make sure you check out southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, hats, t-shirts, stickers, stuff like that. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember this, God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.